Hey everyone, (laughs) I'm your host, Jalicia Green, and welcome to While I'm At It, the show where every other Thursday, I will talk about things from sex, pop culture, dating, and relationships. I am so excited. Thank you for joining me. So grab your drink, a big cocktail, and settle in. This should be fun. Hey cuties, welcome to my first episode. Yay! I'm clapping, I'm cheering, I'm hoping that you guys are clapping and cheering for me, with me. No? Okay, that's fine. So, for those of you that don't know me, let me tell you a little something about myself. My name is Jalicia Green. I often go by Jay. So if I'm rimly on here like a psychopath and referring to myself in the third person by Jay, you now understand. I work in medicine, but what I do sounds way fancier than what it is, so I won't, bo- I won't bore you with the details. I currently live in Chicago. You know, the Wendy City, the Second City. I was recently looking up um, nicknames for Chicago, and one of the options was the city that works. And honestly, that's just ridiculous. I don't know who it's working for. I mean, I do love it here, but that's just, it's gross. Don't call it that. Anyway, I was recently watching one of those masterclass commercials on Instagram, and there was one with Issa Rae. If you don't know who Issa Rae is, I love her. She's the writer and star of the HBO show Insecure. 10 out of 10 recommend. She also has, you know, some other works. You should check her out. Anyway, she was talking about being creative and just writing what you know. So she said something about how the first time she wrote down Awkward Black Girl, she was like, hey, that's me. I'm the Awkward Black Girl. So I'm not very awkward. At least I don't think I am. But I'm definitely weird. So let's go with that. My name is Jay. I'm a 30-year-old millennial. I'm single. I'm inherently loud and a little bit weird. This is the first episode of While I'm At It, and thank you guys for... Okay, and since this is my first episode, I really just wanted to tell you guys how this all started, how this podcast got started. I love podcasts. I listen to true crime and political podcasts mainly. I've been listening to them for years and wanting to make my own for years. But as you can imagine, it's a daunting task. Where to start, what to say, what genre, et cetera, et cetera. But the one thing the pandemic has really given all of us is kind of time. Time to work on new projects, time time for new focuses, et cetera. So here I am, the audacity of myself with my podcast starting in 2021. I am a true extrovert in its finest form. Okay, I gain my energy from other people. I recharge in groups. I thrive in big crowds. I can go to a party alone and I can make friends at that party and be completely comfortable. I've never really known what it's been like to be a wallflower. That's just my personality. So until this pandemic, I was, not, I was never really alone or rarely home. I had a roommate for the last three years until this summer. So now I'm living alone. And we're in the middle of a pandemic and I can't see any of my friends. 
So this new life that we are living has been difficult for me, mainly because I'm being socially denied or denied socially. I don't know, however you want to say it. I'm fucking dying, y'all. And look, I work in medicine, like I said before. So I understand how basic it sounds to complain about, you know, my social life suffering or canceling my vacations during this pandemic or even everything that's been going on the past year. I'm not tone deaf. I'm very aware and I'm very involved, but I'm going to leave that out of this podcast. So in the early days, you know, we went to work and things were pretty terrifying. None of us really knew what was going on. Every day we were being fed new information and given new rules or policies. It was pretty wild. So it would be one thing if the entire world was suffering on the same level that we are, but no. Just a few weeks ago, New Zealand had a whole ass music festival. I love music festivals. Pre-pandemic Jay went to like five a year, okay? So every time I see another party or a friend on Instagram traveling abroad, I low-key want to strangle them. I saw a picture recently of like 200 kids at a party packed into one house shoulder to shoulder. And not a single one of them looked like they were having any fun. Why? Because there were 200 people packed into one house at a party. Pre-pandemic, that shit was whack. You would never catch me in a situation like that. I can't be trying to shoot my shot with some guy over here while my booty is rubbing up on some guy over there. But then the best part of the picture was there was a kid in the middle of the crowd who had a mask on. Like, bro, just take it off. The mask can't save you now. But I do appreciate the effort, I will say. Then, last week, we have thousands of domestic terrorists storm the Capitol. Yeah, I said it. I don't care. Anyway, they're all running around without masks on because they're all trying to make some false point, but they must have missed the memo on how masks can can help you conceal your identity. If you're going to do illegal-ass shit like rob a bank or storm a Capitol building, you should probably wear a mask. But hey, what do I know? I'm just over here following the rules. But finally, to top it all off, you have the Alabama and Ohio State game. The Crimson Tide crushes Ohio State, and the Alabamians take to the streets to celebrate like it's 2016 in Chicago and the Cubs have just won the World Series for the first time in 100 years. The big difference? There wasn't a crazy virus taking people out left and right in 2016. I would know. I was there. So maybe that is why I really kind of started this podcast, how to get my anger out, needed an outlet so I don't use these hands. Or I started this podcast for the reason I told my mom, because I wanted to. Even before the pandemic, it seemed like traditional ways of meeting people were dwindling by the moment. Long gone are the days when people went to church to meet that someone special. I mean, hell, long gone are the days that we even go to church, really. So now here we are, it's 2020, oh, 2021, and love is love, and we're out here, we're living our best, happy, open, free lives, but how the hell are we supposed to meet anyone in the middle of a pandemic? And honestly, do we even want to? Is it safe? I don't know. So no matter who you are and who you love, dating right now is pretty freaking complicated. As soon as the lockdown kicked in, I started checking out the usual fast app dating sites like Henge and Bumble because, let's be honest, I'm not down to be a Tinderella and I just don't care enough to pay for a service like Match. So there I was, 
back on dating apps like the rest of Chicago, looking at, for the most part, the same guys I've seen on and off for the past four years on there. And like most people I know, I wasn't looking for love as much as I was looking for an ego hype while I laid on my couch watching 90 Day Fiance with my roommate a clay mask on, and legs that probably hadn't been shaved in like two weeks because what's the point when we're all going to die from a killer virus anyway? Mind you, this was last spring, so I was in a little bit of a different headspace. Anyway, this pandemic has been a bitch. We all know it. We're all over it. The original novelty of, well, at least I have some time off and I can relax, or, oh my God, look at how much money I'm saving is long gone. Except that I'm still super into how much money I'm saving. I'm not going to lie there. But anyway, I'm swiping, swiping, swiping away on Bumble and mainly swiping left because I'm incredibly shallow online. Okay, I'll admit it. Five foot seven? Oh God. Weird job? Nope. Conservative? No. Grown man sticking his tongue out in pictures like a 13-year-old girl? No. Grown man making the duck face? Hell no. If you don't list a job, I assume you don't have one. If you only have selfies, I assume you don't have friends or a personality. If you don't live in the city, I assume you're going to try to white picket fence me. And if you only wear hats, I assume you're hat fishing. And finally, if you're shirtless with your bros and a few baddies on a boat on Lake Michigan, I'm swiping right because I'm a glutton for punishment, and who doesn't love a fuckboy? Also, guys, stop posting pictures with African children you helped in Ghana or Kenya or wherever the hell you were. Just stop. It's not a good look. But I just feel like we are so far removed from meeting people organically that we pounce anytime we hear a story of a couple who didn't swipe for their first date. It's like a shock to the system. Oh, wow, that can still happen? Interesting. I mean, yes, we all know a lot of people who met in college, but that's a completely different environment than when you're outside of college and you're an adult, you're living your own life, you have your own apartment, maybe you have a roommate. But other than that, there's not really a system where you're just being approached all the time with people your own age, unless you're at work. So online dating is currently the number one most popular way to meet a significant other right now. It's gotten so bad that I feel like we have lost our social skills. I mean, how many times have I been at a bar and a guy stared at me and smiled at me from across the room the entire night only to never come over and say, hey, my name is blah, blah, blah. And I know I can go over to speak to them too, okay? And don't get me wrong, I have. I definitely have before, especially after, you know, a few vodka sodas. But let's be real. I would rather him come to me. A little old-fashioned, I know, but that's me. And since the pandemic, the only place I go is to work. And as much as I would love to shoot my shot at work, that's risky business, baby. I've been on and off dating apps for the last few years. I'm currently off right now due to winter time in a pandemic and a schedule that never actually allows me to say yes to dates anyway. Look, I've met some really great guys on dating apps. Some good ones for sure and some that, you know, it was short-lived. I wasn't really that interested. And some that was, you know, more of a hookup relationship. Some that I'm still friends with today. So I'm not anti-dating app at all. 
I've been on two dates during the pandemic and both came from a dating app. I was, I was supposed to go on a few more, but with my schedule and my desire to be left the fuck alone, I just haven't. So this summer, I moved out of my apartment with my roommate into my own place. And honestly, I was just really, really bored. So I figured, why not if there's no time like the present, right? Obviously, I want to go on dates that are safe, though. And I have taken this pandemic seriously, but also I was in some serious need for some attention. We've all been there. I know you guys get it. Sometimes you just need somebody to pay attention to you. So I hopped on Bumble swiped right a couple of times and let some guys ask me out. The first guy was super nice and respectful about the pandemic. Okay. Which I really appreciated. Um, he really recognized that I wanted to be safe, that I do have to go work in a hospital and I just have to be careful about passing this virus around to my coworkers or any patients that I'm around. So he was trying to come up with like a date plan that would be comfortable and kind of work where we could be, you know, distanced as, you know, six feet apart. So we ended up deciding on a rooftop bar here in the city and it was outside. So airy, it was a beautiful summer day. So it worked out perfectly and we had a great date. Um, We talked for a few hours, we laughed, we joked. It was fun. Um, Pretty much exactly what I wanted, right? At the end, I realized I had zero feelings for him, but nice guy. And it was a nice evening. It was fine. The other day I went on was a similar vibe, but we went to West Loop where they have kind of streets blocked off for outdoor dining and sat for a date out there. So if you're from Chicago, um, you kind of know what I'm talking about. They've done this since the pandemic, kind of blocked off streets so that bars and restaurants can still have some business. I know that they're doing that all around the country this summer. So it's been really nice. But the date was fun, okay? But he height-fished me. So I don't know if that's even, if that's even a word, like hat-fished, but we're going to go with it. So he height-fished me. Um, <laughs> his profile said he was like 5'11", and he was probably actually more towards 5'8". So I'm 5'6", and I don't like short guys. I'm sorry, it's shallow, but we all have our thing. I like to wear heels a lot. I like to wear chunky shoes a lot. So I prefer the guy to be a bit taller than me. I dated a short guy before and I literally was consistently bugged by the fact that he was short. So I'm just not really into doing that again. So after a brief kind of date, it was fine. It was fine. I think I was a little distracted. Um, You know, I made my exit and I never bothered to call or text him again. It was fine. Now, mind you, both of these dates were in the summer. So it was easier to plan things that were safe and socially distanced. And when you live in the Midwest or, you know, anywhere where there are cold winters, it's a lot harder to plan these socially distanced and safe dates. So one of my friends has a couple of dates coming up and we were discussing good pandemic date ideas. He wasn't comfortable going to one of those restaurant igloos with a random, so he decided that a walk around the park would be nice. They can pick up hot chocolates, and I told him to carry a backpack with a bottle of peppermint schnapps in it so they can spike the hot chocolate, and you know, it'll make you think that you're warmer than you are. (laughs) That's always a nice one. But also, you know, obviously it loosens your lips, make you feel a little bit more comfortable when you have a little cocktail. So... Now, mind you, the girl has to be okay with, you know, walking around outside in 30-degree weather, but it's Chicago, so it shouldn't really be anything new for her. I mean, if you're from 
anywhere where it's cold and it's, and a major city at that, you're used to kind of walking around outside in the cold. So my point is, if you are interested in dating during the pandemic, totally still this idea. If it's cold and you're thinking, I need to be outside, I don't feel safe being inside, take a walk around a park in your city, bring some booze, okay? Bring a coffee, maybe a little Bailey's in it or a hot chocolate. It can totally work for you. So, you know, the other option that I've seen, which is not an option for me, but Hinge has been offering video dates directly through the app. And I've seen online that some people have actually been doing FaceTime dates or like Skype dates as well. So if that's you, please hop on social and give me all the details. I actually put up a poll this week um, because I wanted to see if people had actually done this. And I was surprised to see that several people answered yes. So I need to get the details on that. Maybe I'll make a whole podcast about it because I can't imagine truly sitting in front of my computer on a date, what, eating a meal and drinking. It just, it's a sweet concept. It really is for some people. But for me, I would feel so incredibly awkward. Also, I am guilty as hell for staring at myself the entire time when I'm on FaceTime or Zoom. If I'm in a meeting, even if I'm talking, I'm staring at myself. I'm going to be really honest. I'm always staring at myself. I'm checking my angles. I'm looking at my hair. I'm probably thinking about like if I need to wash it today, it would be a nice curl. Like there are all sorts of things are, you know, going through my mind that have nothing to do with what I'm talking about or what I'm supposed to be learning about. So I don't even like to keep my camera on when I'm in classes, which are all on Zoom right now because I get distracted by my own face, which that might actually say something about me, but we're going to let that slide for now. Either way, if you are interested in doing a date like that, it totally works, right? It's safe. You're obviously distanced. You can be in the comfort of your home. I mean, technically, you could have a full face of makeup on, some sweatpants and a cute crop top, and he would never know. So, you know, (laughs) what works for you? He could be sitting there in his boxers with a nice button up, having a conversation with you, drinking a glass of red wine, whatever works for you is what's best. Honestly, I mean, if you're anything like me, you can actually have a full conversation through Zoom pretty comfortably. Just don't be like me and stare at your own reflection because that person's probably going to think you're a little weird. Let's be honest. And look, I don't know about you guys, but I've been single for a while And for most people, that'd be problematic. But for me, it hasn't been at all. I love my independence almost to the point where it is problematic that I like to be alone a little too much. So for the past, I don't know, four years, I think, I have lived with other people. For the past almost three years, I lived with my best friend, who is dubbed my heterosexual life partner. So we were both really bad about dating when we lived together because we basically just had each other. I mean, yeah, we each had a few doors for hookups, but what do you really need a boyfriend for in your mid-20s living downtown Chicago if you have all your friends? Every weekend we had something to do. We had people to hang out with. We had places to go. So the biggest part of being not single for me, at least in my 20s, was the fact that I needed somebody to hang out with or something to do. But if I have a huge group of friends here and I'm living in the middle of a major city, I kind of already have that. 
So we are out every weekend, basically, with all of our friends, and we would end up drunk at bars and intense conversations about life and politics, forgetting to even look up and check out the guy scene around us. So we would make a pact, like, certain weekends, like, all right, we're going to, you know, look up, we're going to check out guys today. But, you know, as soon as the drinks start flowing, the conversation starts getting real serious. And next thing you know, we're talking about genetic testing or or we're talking about Trump or we're talking about the next election. God knows what. It's always very serious to the point where our other friends would come around and be like, stop this serious talk. So we made a really bad habit about that. And now we're both like, oops, we kind of messed up. Either way, I think it was totally fun and worth it. I don't have a problem with it. I definitely don't regret taking on most of my 20s as a single woman. And I don't regret being single now in my early 30s because what it comes down to is what's going to work for you? Are you ready to be settled down or start moving towards that? I don't necessarily know that I am. I still have a lot of things coming up in my life that I know that I don't want children for, and therefore it's kind of hard to settle into a relationship in your early 30s if, unless the guy is kind of on your level as well, or, you know, your significant other, the person you're talking to is on your same level and they're not ready to just dive right into something extremely serious like marriage or kids, you know, moving in together, et cetera. So I've kind of been standoffish about, dating too seriously because I don't want to be swooped into something that's more intense than I'm ready for, right? So it's all about the individual person, you know? I have a lot coming up over the next couple of years. I am back in school preparing to go into a master's program. So I don't want to be dating someone who is going to try to marry me and knock me up in the next two years. I don't want that. I don't want to be pregnant in two or three years. That's just not going to work for me. So it's all about what's going to work for me, what's going to work for him, what's going to work for us as a couple. Is he going to be able to understand that in the next, over the next few years, my life is going to be extremely hectic or continue to be, I should say. There's not going to be that much slowing down for me. So a lot of people can't handle that, you know? It's all about knowing what's going to work for you. And then if it's possible, implement somebody else in your life. That's nice. If not, that's fine too. I used to be obsessed with this race of, you know, getting things done in a, in a certain timely fashion, a certain time in a certain order. And never really for relationships for me because that's never really been a priority. But, you know, with education and my career – And when things kind of felt a little off track for me, it blew my mind. But now I'm realizing that hopefully I have a lot more years to live. So we'll just, we'll be just fine. But honestly, guys, that's all I have for you today. If you have good pandemic stories, please, please hit me up on social and let me know. I want to know about some pandemic dates that you've done or if you've done, you know, those Zoom, Skype, Hinge whatever virtual dates. I want to know about those. Let me know so I can get some good ideas for myself. Maybe probably not. I don't have time, but I'm just super interested in how everything's working out for everyone. So thank you guys for joining me on my very first episode. 
Um, things are pretty calm today. I'm trying to find my footing. I'm trying to feel this out. So stay with me here. I th- we're going to go on a fun journey. I can totally feel it. And you know what? 2020, it's over, guys. 2021 is in. Self-doubt is out. Loving ourselves is in. So every podcast, we're going to do some affirmations at the end. So repeat after me. I deserve it. My goals, I'm going to stay focused. I'm going to crush them. Say that and let that settle into your soul until you believe it. Now, take a deep breath and remember who the fuck you are. Please make sure you go ahead and subscribe for future episodes and go ahead and click that five-star button for me. It makes it easier for others to find the podcast. Also, if you feel so inclined, go ahead and drop a comment in the reviews. You can find me on social media for fun conversations and I have some giveaways coming up soon. Tell me about your pandemic dates and if you have a topic you want me to discuss, please feel free to share. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Wyatt underscore pod and on Facebook at Wyatt pod. That's Wyatt, W-I-A-T. Bye.